No. Screw it. I'm Let's go. Gonna... Nobody's bumped the table yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to the Average Minute. Uh, I was caught slightly off guard. <laughs> uh, I got whipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally, normally I got to do that to whip. But uh, seeing as how Whip is not joining us this evening, um, yeah, it feels uh, empty without Whip. Yeah, Whip is uh, touring with Riff Raff, uh, and you guys want to Google that guy. Uh, <laughs> he's got some song about a truck thing. Uh, that's the only thing I could find. And uh, Whip is, uh, he's driving him to the airport, is where he's at with that guy. <laughs> he's got some sweet teeth, I know that. Some... Uh, Pretty uh, jaggedy looking teeths. Yeah, the uh, thing I picked up from that whole thing is if uh, D Rod offers you a job he turned down, <laughs> this is probably you'd probably want to turn that down. If if, <laughs> if Flavor Dave can't yeah. drive the van, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. I, we still need photos of the other uh, cool nickname people. <laughs> uh, not to mention, uh, oh, Whip's going to listen to this in the van while he's driving them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that yeah, checks out. Uh, so for all you out there in podcast land, uh, Whip is not with us um, this evening because he is driving a van for a rapper uh, somewhere in the Northeast. Well, kind of all over the Northeast, you know, everywhere from where do you start? Pittsburgh, something like that. Philadelphia. Philly. Um, it's all the same. You know, all around kind of that whole general mm-hmm. Northeast area. So, um, yeah, he'll be gone for a couple weeks. Hopefully he comes back with... Uh, there's probably not going to be any stories. Yeah, there won't be any stories on that. <laughs> uh, hopefully they don't discover his, uh, you know, his his sordid past yeah. with what with the, uh, you know... Back when he was a Civil War general? Yeah. The, yeah. On, that, the, on the gray side? Sometimes they'd put bed sheets on their horses, you know, yeah. right around. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, listen, uh, it's probably going to be fine. He's, he's probably going to be fine. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's just me and uh, me and Bob here tonight coming at you on a uh, coolish, relatively cool Arizona. Uh, actually, uh, I, you know, if we want to get into Bob bitches about weather, um, this hundred degrees still deep into October is making me want to go see my friends in Yellowknife. Is how bad it is. Right. Well, it's probably you know, it's probably a hundred below. A, a smooth forty degrees there. You know. Certainly, there's probably somewhere in between. Yeah, I kind of made an impromptu Rocky Point run, which is about the weekend we typically do that. It was just me and uh, baby girl. And uh, still pushing 94, 95 the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, The nice thing is the pool did cool down, as well as the ocean has kind of cooled down. So there was relief. Did you play any golf while you are down there? No, I did not. (sighs) God damn it. Uh, That was the uh, golf was Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, should we unpack that? Um, as much as I don't want to talk about it, I feel that it's important because, you know, coming off the last episode. Um, oh, by the way, did you hear that I won the last tournament of the MJC? Oh, did you have good results I the did. previous time you played? Because it I did had, not uh, show on Saturday. Yeah. So, Do you think it was the check being strapped to your back that caused you <laughs> the biggest problems? I mean, it really looked like it interrupted your swing. I think it was. I think it was a combination of that and you know my back being sore from carrying around the big check, and uh, also the disproportionate size that my head had has grown to. <laughs> you, um, you did have a little weeble wobble top heavy thing going yeah. on. It was. 
it was interesting. And, you know, so we played, we played Pueblo El Mirage on Saturday. Um, course was just coming off of Overseed. Uh, I had never played there before, and I didn't even realize it was a full-size 18-hole course. Yeah. No idea. Well, brand there, new information. There's a reason why you probably haven't heard too much about it. It's not one of the, uh, let's call it, premier golf courses in uh, in the West Valley. Yeah. Meanwhile, Whip has us play in Eagle's Nest like every other week. Uh, right. Well, it's convenient, you know, and they got a great bar. Which... He, can, he can bring his golf cart. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, he's got to drive on the sidewalk a couple <laughs> times, but he can make it there. Um, <laughs> but no, so... So it was one of those things where when we decided to golf, um, so f- for all you out there that maybe are not in Arizona, um, during overseed season, it's hard to find a uh, Saturday morning early enough tea time to where you're not, you know, golfing twilight. Uh, basically half of the courses are closed mm-hmm. for overseeding and the other half are coming out or broken or, you know, and then you got all these... Uh, uh, let's call them snowbirds instead of what I want to call them. Uh, they're coming in going, well, uh, this is better weather than I've ever had. I'm golfing. And it's yeah. like, uh, you people need to leave. Right. And I do mean you people. Uh, yeah, the old, <laughs> yeah. right? So here, and I will, here's a hill that I'm willing to die on. I've been saying it for um, a while. Um, why doesn't Arizona have a resident rate? Yeah. You know, I mean, Vegas does. You go to Vegas and you're paying you know, a couple hundred bucks, 150 bucks, whatever to play a, a middle of the road golf course, unless you're from Vegas and then you play for a reasonable rate. Mm-hmm. Arizona is a golf destination. We have snowbirds here. We have people that come here on vacation, you know. Oh, I, w- I would uh, venture that the main reason why they don't is you got the snowbird situation and the snowbirds probably aren't golfing that much when they're in Minnesota or wherever, you know, podunk town they're from or state. Uh, so not really, you know, and I'm sure Minnesota doesn't have the golf destination to where all you'd have to do is once you establish residency here, get yourself a Arizona driver's license. So the mm-hmm. point would be moot, basically. Right. That they would just have the Arizona driver's license, so now you're just giving it away. <sighs> Sorry for bringing logic in. You know what? Yeah. No, because... It's not, it's not how we do things because, here. <laughs> well, we get a lot of them Canadians yeah. down here, too. Now, them damn Canadians... They're coming down here taking our jobs. They're pretty much the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have been very staunch from the beginning they, they come that down, we're out on Canadians. They, Minus Yellowknife, y'all. Are good. Don't even get me. I, you know, we talked about the Portuguese. <laughs> don't get me started yeah. on the Canadians, right? They're coming down here with their hockey and their poutine, you know? I don't know. It's, it's enough with the Canadians. Um, they buy up all the houses in these nice golf communities, and they don't even live in them. They just yeah. come down. Which is nice when you, uh, a couple weeks ago we played uh, Cordobella and I'm uh, pretty sure I embedded my golf ball into somebody's house, but uh, they weren't home because they were probably in Canada. Mm-hmm. So stretching out. So they, they wait they wait until the last minute to come down because they're only allowed so much time here. Um, As they should. They're, they're like animals. And so there's plenty of times where when the season is over, it's still, you know, snowed in where they're from. And so they have a hard time leaving. So they wait until the last possible minute so that they can stretch the full six months or whatever it is. So, yeah, they're they're generally not here until next month. But anyway, um, 
fact, the moral of the story is uh, we played Pueblo, Pueblo, El Mirage on Saturday morning. We can get sidetracked so well. And uh, let's just say, so you know how I went out there the previous week and shot an 80, 82. 82. Matt, you're, uh, you're shaving strokes well, off no, your win. No, I went, I was going to say that, but then I was going to go 41, 41, yeah. and they merged, and yeah. I almost said 81. Everybody knows it was an 82, but... Yeah, and uh, then yeah. Well, you sent out postcards. It was a uh, bit... right. I did. It was you know, it, it was a big big deal for me. It was a big moment for me. You know, I've never uh, won email anything. would have sufficed. But I um, actual stamps, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I bought the forever stamps like 15 years ago, and I haven't used them. So, um, it was an interesting round, to say the least. Uh, we decided to walk. We're pushing that early. Even though it's still 100 degrees. It's still walking season. I don't care. It is. And I, and I was fine to do it. The problem is, it's still 100 degrees. Um, uh, pace of play was a... Eh, that was a it problem. Was problematic. Uh, I saw you guys running out of gas around 13 or 14. And just because I was watching you guys run out of gas is why I tried not to show that I was running out of gas. And then, yeah, 16 was when it was it was all over. It's like... Okay, it's hot. These people haven't moved in an hour. I had I had long since given up on doing anything special in my round, and I was just trying to get through the round at that point. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a total loss. I had there were a handful of shots that I thought were good. You know, a couple of good drives, a couple of good um, approach shots. You know, stuff like that. It wasn't like a total loss, but all in all. So the rough was unplayable. Uh, it was borderline playable. You had to find the ball first. That's the problem. The the greens were... were they, I don't even know that they would register on the stim meter. Probably not. Like, they uh, come off of that little, that little slant thing. They roll the ball down and just stop. Like I you, hit a 10-foot uh, putt downhill, probably hit it about 15, 20 feet, and I was four feet short. Yeah. Downhill. It was... Yeah, it it was the, some of the some of the, the worst conditions. The fairway was about as good as the normal. It's kind of normal rough for most like Sun City right. types courses. Is what the actual fairway was. If I managed to hit a fairway, my ball was sitting down. Oh, so what the when your ball sitting down in the fairway, that's <laughs> yeah. that's problematic. Yeah. Uh, I actually was striking the ball pretty well in the beginning, uh, scored well, ish, and then had a few. You know, my usual. Let's get a twelve on this hole for no reason. My personal opinion and. Uh, you know, I understand these golf courses are businesses and they have to generate revenue and everything like that. But how are you going to open the golf course if it's not ready to be played, right? You can't start cutting the grass too early. You got to let it grow in. But you can't play on a course that hasn't been cut. Like, you have to be able to run a lawnmower over the goddamn thing. Uh, along the same lines, is if uh, so, car path only is usually like a week long afterwards, right? Uh, depending depending on how the how uh, it takes, why right? Why don't you just close for the extra week? But that's what I mean. It's so uh, no, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, it's it, it would make more sense to do that because then you're walking in. Now you're walking into trimmed, pristine, pristine conditions. Right. It's just like that was my first experience at Pueblo, and eh. I bet if we played there this weekend, it would be a completely different situation. Oh yeah, because you know they've mowed it. Uh huh. You know, they cut the fairways, cut the rough down actually mow the greens instead of you know they got to make sure that grass is going to survive especially so we you always get that teaser week 
at the end of September, beginning of October, where it dips down into the 80s, and that's prime overseed time. When it when the overnight lows get down below 80 is when you want to overseed. The Bermuda dies off and the, the rye can come in. Um, and the courses, you know, go full send, and then guess what? Every single year, the heat comes back. And so you can't buzz that shit down, otherwise it'll burn out. Yeah. It'll ju- it won't take. So... I understand why they have to let it go. I'm not saying, oh, you should have mowed the course. No, no, no. Let, let it grow in. Just that, don't open it. That, like, that one week they could take, what would that actually cost them type of thing? I right. Uh, and that's if you actually made it that much nicer, of course, because we played uh, Eagle's Nest is a better example because I played it more times. But we've seen that course. Uh, Trace Rios did it a couple of years ago where they opened soon mm-hmm. and people played it. And, you know, the people who are playing the – less expensive courses oh it's cart path only whatever my ball's in the middle i'm driving right when we uh, saw when we saw that yeah we Saturday. saw that uh and so are you is that injuring the course enough to where it's going to cost you players in the future i this is the type of stuff i think of is right opportunity cost type of situation of if you just close for an extra week would you have that many more players like stacked up there because the course is in such good condition the rest of the year or do you cut it and get that week-long revenue? And, I mean, I'd have to see numbers to figure it out, but I'm sure it's riveting for everybody else. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say at a course like Pueblo, um, the people that are going to play there are the people that are going to play there. They're, yeah. they're not getting a lot, whole lot of, yeah. uh, you know, outside inquiries like, oh, this looks like a great course. Let's play there. It's, it's generally the people that live there, the people that live in the kind of immediate vicinity. Uh, people that are chasing a... Early tea time. Yeah, on like now. the yeah. only reason I booked it was because it was the only course available that had a Saturday morning early enough tea time to where it, we weren't finishing at four o'clock. You know, you know that, that gets me to where uh, we're all members of the Arizona Golf Association and they print out the overseed schedule for right. all the things. And what always catches me is the Biltmore, which is kind of a you know you got to play that course if you aren't from around here. That's one of the destination type courses. Uh, I don't think it's all that great, but it's got to be pristine at all the time. That course is always closed for five, six weeks. Right. Both courses are just flat. Well, but they they make it up in the in the revenue. That, yeah. You know. But they they're also thing, charging two, three hundred bucks around in the, the summer. These destination the courses that have resorts attached to them, like the Wigwam and yeah. the um, the Phoenician, Biltmore, you know, TPC, Kierland, all these resort style destination courses. They have to. Otherwise, people aren't going <laughs> to, you know, they're not going to. If you went to, if you decided to take a guy's trip and go to Bandon Dunes and all of a sudden, you know, the, green, <laughs> it's Pueblo the, 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 the greens are terrible and the, you know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah, I'm not spending thousands of dollars on my vacation to go play. I can get this at home, you yeah. know? So they have to. Courses like Pueblo, they rely on, okay, well, you know, we have our residents that live in the, RV park that surrounds the course, and then we have the greater El Mirage area. Which, by the way, if you're not from around here, that's ironic. Yeah, <laughs> the greater El Mirage area There's is not a reason a thing. why they didn't build the stadium in El Mirage. Uh, sorry, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, I don't mean to be knocking it, I don't want to burn them down. It, the, listen. 
Oh, like I've like I just way, said, way worse condition courses. If, if we played there this weekend, it would probably be in great shape. They've done they've done a lot of good things to the course over the last couple of years. I hadn't played there in probably five years. It, they the previous owners kind of let it go to shit, and like a lot of these, um, you know, smaller type courses, they've been picked up by you know other golf management groups, and they're dumping money into them. They realize what when I first started golfing in Arizona. It was one of those things where, oh, you can golf anywhere. There's hundreds of golf courses all over the place, which is kind of true. But now, nowadays, everybody's realized that, you know, golf is such a thing as in Arizona that all these golf management companies buy up all the courses, and now you really have limited options. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the days of a smooth $20 round in the morning, is right. not, it's not happening. Right. So... It is what it is. It's sad that all those courses are the ones that died. Right. The the, the Falcon. Yeah. And the Falcon. Villa yeah. La Paz. Villa La Paz. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all, all those little, you know, and the other ones that survived, like your Palm Brook type of thing, which Palm Brook was always 35 40 It's 60 70 bucks now. Right. Well, this time of year. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You might still be able to get a $45 round in the... Well, I don't even think it dropped down that low this yeah, I don't summer. remember seeing I think a it 30. Was, I think it was north of 50 yeah. all year, which, you know, Bidenomics, yeah. it's doing well, great things for the economy. We're also paying the guy behind the counter 15 instead of, you know... Right, what did I say? Seven. It's, oh, it's, uh, I was uh, explaining Bidenomics <laughs> for... Uh, I, I know our average listener's IQ level. So, oh, uh, wait. Uh, don't wait. insult the listeners. <laughs> uh, good morning, yeah. Missy. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, speaking of math... Missy, uh, I'll need a spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, in my ba- office, things look great. IQ even better. Yeah, uh, you're way doing, better. You're doing great. That sounded like that sounded bad. That was bad timing. That was one of the worst plays. Good morning, <laughs> Missy. <laughs> yeah. I've ever yeah, done. That, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know how to recover from that. You're gonna have to take it from here. Oh, I, I, I gotta. Oh, you're you're making me drive. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, take take the wheel. <laughs> take the wheel. Uh, so, uh, we played Wolf, uh, which if y'all don't know, it's a dumb game. Google it. It's kind of dumb. Um, it, it's nowhere remotely, it, like I was looking for a match, and yeah, it's not a yeah. match. Uh, but I would say that was a good course to do that in, just because it has a lot of mistake areas that you can get into. Um, I really like the layout, for the most part, wide fairways. Um, the Again, the conditions were just, yeah, oversee, deal with it. Um, we walked hot, um, just summarizing here, and then uh, we'll move on to, uh, so you had a lesson after that. How was that? Uh, so lesson actually went, went decent. Um, you know, obviously, so it was a mixed bag. I, I was coming off of a, I was coming off of a win, which was a high. And oh, wait, a, what? Yeah, I won. You, oh, you, did you yeah, win? No, oh, I won. Okay, I won a tournament. Is that why I'm wearing this T-shirt? <laughs> um, I I went in uh, hoodies next week. I went in with um, you know kind of a combined high from from that good round of golf and and then just an extreme low from playing like absolute we, dog shit. We did uh, scrap the chapter shirt by the way for Worlds. It's actually uh, his face. Uh, yeah, with We're, the check. It, 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 it's a whole redo, complete. We're, we're all wearing beards at, <laughs> at Worlds. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a beard and a chapter shirt. Yeah, even yeah. even the ladies, uh, yeah. you're, you're yeah. going to have to. Yeah. You're all are welcome. <laughs> uh. 
so so I go into my lesson and I'm just I don't know I'm 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 lost. I do a I do a half half hour practice session before my lesson, get loosened up, see how I'm hitting the ball, you know, work on stuff myself, and um, and then I I go into my lesson and just in two seconds he's like, well I'll I'll tell you what you've done Caligula, you know here here's your problem and it's like all right you're doing it great except for these twenty five things that you're doing no well. it's not it's it, honestly it's not even that he's like look I we haven't broke out the noodle in how long. Like I don't, I don't need the noodle. Like it's the 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 plane is there, the face is there. It's what I'm doing with my body that isn't there. Um, I'm compensating. I lost. I somehow in between my miraculous win and my dicks for fingers round the following week, I somehow lost my transition where um, at the top of my backswing. You know, you're moving the lower body toward the target, head staying where it is, moving the lower body toward the target, dropping the the trail shoulder, and um, I somehow started compensating by moving my upper body toward the target, which causes all kind of bad stuff. Fat shots, thin shots, pulled shots, you know, which is everything I was doing. And it's a really easy fix if you can get your body to... So it's it's just one of those things where... It's repetition. It's doing it a million times the correct way before you just do it instinctually. So um, I was—I actually struggled throughout the lesson to 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 do it like without thinking. Um, but it was—it was a good lesson all in all because it's something where I started. I could start to feel how I wasn't, when I wasn't doing it, I could feel that I wasn't doing it. And that's, that's kind of the most important when you do everything right, you can't feel it, right? Like you don't go, Oh wow, I did everything right. You feel, you just go, wow, I hit a good shot there. It's that's, more of a, how did that happen? Yeah. Kind of thing. That's yeah. the feeling. But when you're, when you're in a position like mine, where that's the feeling that you're chasing. You don't know what that feels like. It's not like, oh, I felt like I moved my body this way and it resulted in a good shot. It's a, it's more of a, that just felt like effortless and it felt like a good shot. But when you do it wrong, being able to identify, I felt myself do this and it felt wrong. That's what, that's the feeling that you need to be chasing is um, because most people, most amateur golfers hit a bad shot and they go, I don't know what the fuck just happened there. I thought I did everything right in my head. In my head, I was doing this, but my body did something completely different. And if you can't feel it, then you're lost. That's how I ended up in the position that I'm in to begin with because I was hitting the ball great for a while. Then I started not hitting the ball great, started trying to fix it myself, started doing all kind of bad stuff, compounding, compounding, compounding. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And then your body builds, you know, bad habits, must bad muscle memory, and that's something that I've been fighting for the last almost a year. Uh, which, by the way, uh, happy anniversary, Moon Lion! Uh, it is now one year since we started the podcast. It has been it has been officially a year. I got the email from Spotify saying yeah, yesterday was the birthday. Unfortunately, we had things going on, so uh, we we had to do a birthday plus one. Um, I'm sorry to make you guys go through an entire year of this. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, if you guys want to do a class action lawsuit, there's probably a lawyer who will take your case. Um, 
Hey, nobody's putting a gun to their yeah, head. Yeah, nobody's putting a gun to your head. They can they can turn it off at any time, and most of them do. Yeah, I got yeah, I got the yeah, analytics. Yeah, yeah. We, we see when you tune out. It's usually about minute four, which is not mm-hmm. that's not bad, right? Yeah, that's longer than Mrs. Average yeah. will put up with me. So, uh, but anyway, what what I'm getting at is, um, it's been less than a year. I've I've made now. Do you know the sign up date for when you started lessons? It was in December. I don't okay. know the exact I, date, but I'm I saying know, it was December. So I know it was in December. We're still a, it was after Worlds. We're still short of a year for lessons then. But I've made I've made great strides in my ability to. So, kind of one of the good takeaways from my lesson was the fact that he reminded me. He goes, "Dude, you don't need the noodle." Like I, when was the last time I broke out the noodle? I don't, you know. Your plane and your your club face are good, which are two of the kind of three or four important things. Like I like that's I've gotten the muscle memory kind of down for that. It's the what I'm doing with my body that I need to work on now. So when you're moving your your lower body incorrectly, it manifests. It looks it looks like you're swinging the club terribly. I mean, you kind of are, but it's a result of it's not necessarily your path and your face. It's it's how you're moving your lower body that is causing. You know, if if the foundation on your house shifts, your freaking walls and your roof crack, right? Yeah. It, it, it's not. Oh, I need to get somebody out here to fix my roof. It's no. You need to get the foundation correct, and then and then readdress that. But kind of the lower body is is a big big problem for me right now. Um, I shouldn't say it's a big problem for me, but it's it's an area of focus because it's big and it's a problem. It, it is big. Uh, yeah, the, most of my lower body is big. Uh, you know, some parts not so yeah. much. But that's how my lesson went. It was a it was a reminder. It was good and bad. I was not I was not flushing the ball. I wasn't you know doing great things it was just a, a matter of reminding myself okay this is what i need this is what i need to be able to feel i need to be able to feel when i hit a bad shot it's because i did this wrong with my body or whatever right and i started to be able to feel that so it's just one of those things I, i'm not even you know most most golfers that are as obsessed as we are anytime there's idle time when you're standing around doing whatever you're swinging a golf club even though you don't have one in your hands yeah, right everybody in my office is annoyed by me i am i am not swinging a club i'm going to the top of my backswing and i'm just doing transition that's my standing around idly that's what that's what i'm that's what i'm doing i'm going transition so you're humping the air yeah, okay well i'm i'm shifting my weight oh shifting that's what yeah you're calling it. okay yeah did you have a lesson uh, my lesson was last week. My next lesson is tomorrow. Uh, that's Thursday for those of you who don't know it's Wednesday. Uh, my lessons are, uh, they're, they're becoming frustrating. I'm, I'm at that portion of it to where it's still, make sure you come in shallow, make sure you do this. And it's like, I'm just constantly doing the same screw-ups. And it's just, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. Is I, I'll go out on a round, like, we played the MGA tour- tournament, and I was hitting the ball with the proper, you know, shallowness and everything else. And I go to lessons, and I completely just dicks for fingers in my lesson. Right. Um, and then when we went out last weekend, I'm, you know, how many 
iron shots that you see me that just kind of went, oh, shit, nice shot. Yeah. Um, and it's like I there's some key focus that I'm not doing in the lesson that I do on the course. I, I got to figure it out because I feel I'm wasting lessons right now by going in there and being like, okay, I guess I'm going to hit this ball, and you're going to tell me the same thing you've told me over and over again. Uh, the nice thing for me is I still – I. I've had a good transition, so what you're messing up, I'm not so much, but I still get the noodle. So yeah, I'm definitely not, and uh, I don't. I, I I'm just at loss for words. Basically, is how annoyed it is. And then before you all go, oh, fucking don't ever take lessons. I'm way different than I was a year ago ish, which we're te- let's call it ten months. I stand on a tee box and know I'm hitting it in the fairway. Mm-hmm. I, it's not like. A year ago, when I stand on tee box, I'm like, man, I hope I find this thing. And I mean, I don't always hit the fairway. And when I, like what you were saying, when I screw up, I know exactly what I screwed up. I was, my tempo was off. My, you know, I went over the noodle. I, you know, my hand wasn't right. The club face wasn't close. It just, there's so many things that you know you did wrong as soon as you do it. So you can feel that on the course. Yes. But you cannot feel it in your lesson. No. And I, I think a lot of that has to do, which is I was griping to them at Golf Tech, because the screen we hit into is just a white screen. There is no visualization there, of the There's course. no feedback, right. And so I hit a basically push fade every shot, every shot in that range. I, I can't line up straight because I just... There's no I target. Can, I can't visualize straight. You're looking at where everybody hits it, and there's a big old dimple. Why wouldn't he set something up like a? he's got that little half noodle... Why wouldn't he set that yeah, basically, up? Basically, what I screen? need is uh, the little hit stick things. Uh-huh. Set, set those things up. Something. Hmm. It's funny. I was just thinking when we were talking about um, being able to feel what you're doing wrong when you do it wrong. Um, we made so much fun uh, early on in our lesson plan about how did that feel? Yeah. How did that feel? Right. And now, the I get it right the reason it's not like oh man that felt great didn't it it's a can you feel what you're doing whether it be right or wrong you hit a bad shot how did that feel you hit a good shot how did that feel you know and when it's a good shot i don't know how it felt it just felt like i hit a good (laughs) shot okay you hit it bad how did that feel Uh, it felt like i didn't i didn't transition my weight toward the target it felt like i casted it felt like I leaned back in my through swing. It felt whatever. You can feel that now after you've been doing it so many times, you know. Well, that, that's just like during your win. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, we brought. Did I win? Up. Yeah. Uh, I knew you remembered that part. <laughs> uh, but you, you hit a shitty shot on, I don't know, 17, 16, whatever the hell it was. And you go, what, uh, what am I doing? And I take a practice swing and you did it. And I go, that was perfect. Do that. And you just automatically, you went right back to it. Well, and one of the things that I I actually consciously did in that round that I didn't do the last round that we played is I took more practice wings before hitting a shot um, on the tee box or in the fairway or whatever. I took more practice wings before addressing the ball, which I have a hard time doing on the course. Primarily because pace of play, mm-hmm. like I, I hate waiting around and I don't want to do practice swings while I'm sitting there 
waiting because it's I need to do it like right before I hit right like I need to and that's something that I really need to work on is establishing a pre-shot routine that you do every time no matter what it doesn't have to be the Brian Harmon 27 waggles <laughs> it, you know what I mean it doesn't have to be Keegan Bradley all fidgety and you know ritualistic but there needs to be a pre-shot routine before you hit a shot Every shot, no matter what, and if something car horn goes off or somebody drops the freaking brake pedal on the golf cart, you step step away. You know, start your pre, do your whole pre-shot routine over again. And I feel like that is very important to someone like me that needs to be able to feel it because my practice and and our instructor will tell you my practice swings are so much better than my actual swing mm-hmm. <laughs> that. It, I've watched it. It's it's true. It's important to to build that muscle memory right before you do it, right? Like, I'll be in my lesson, and I'll just be, he'll be going, all right, do this, do this, do this, and I'll hit, like, three bad shots in a row, and he'll go, take a couple practice swings. Like, I'll go to address the ball, and he'll go, no, 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 practice swings, you know. I'll do a couple of practice swings, and I'll hit a good one, you know. And it's just, I'm so, I have such a sense of urgency to get over the ball and hit a good shot that I lose sight of, okay, do your do your routine and i don't have a routine so maybe that's why because i don't have a i do this every time i hit the ball you know and maybe that's an important component that i'm missing as a golfer i don't know if you have a pre-shot routine that you do every time but uh, for years and years i never even would even do a practice swing type of thing it's always been kind of a little uh, i was taught years ago to cut the grass just to kind of get the feel of what the level of the grass was and so it's like maybe a quarter of a swing type of thing. And then now, uh, I'm sure you saw me, uh, what the hell we play? Pueblo. Pueblo. I keep wanting to call it Peoria, and I know that's not right. Uh, but I'll take a full, like, just swing through rip at it, and I make sure I can feel the whole tempo and everything go all the way through to the point that my right foot rolls over. And now that I said this to you, you're going to see it when we play again is I just make sure everything's swinging through, and then I go ahead and go into basically the pre-shot routine of cutting the grass and sitting up and setting up. Um, I'm working on and trying to get better, and I'm doing it to the most part, of when somebody does hit that gas pedal when it's my turn or somebody honks a horn or somebody decides to talk while I'm you know setting up, of just stepping away. And... If you're playing with me, I'm not doing it. I'm not pissed at you. I'm not. I, I'm going to sit there and think about the fact you said something. If I'm thinking of that, I need to step away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing is resetting my brain. Uh, it comes off as asshole, but it's not. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, I don't mean it that way. Uh, if that's how it comes off, that's how it yeah. is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Intended or not. It's. Uh, oh, uh, we got Shooter McGavin over here. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, my biggest issue uh, playing at uh, Pueblo was uh, I was trying to club up everything and just smashing the ball too far. So yeah, I'm going to work on that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, that, that, you know what? And that's something that that's definitely one of the positives that I carried over from last weekend to this past weekend was um, trusting my yardages. And I'll tell you what. Having the confidence to hit the shot that you know you can instead of planning for the miss, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's like the guy, and I don't know if you're familiar with anybody that 
is like this or used to be like this where have a uh we'll call it a power fade and you set up at a 45 degree angle no to, i don't know yeah and to i it you see those guys that play their miss right What's really fun is uh, that guy that I know uh, used to shoot way better until everybody <laughs> gave him shit for doing it. But but what I'm saying is I, I've, I've spent so long going, well, most of the time I only hit this club this far because I hit the ball poorly, right? So now that I'm hitting the ball way better than I was, having the confidence to go, okay, I'm going to hit this club this far when I hit it well, I'm going to hit it this far. So I'm going to plan for that. If I'm, if I'm, like, I'm going to go back to my delicious six iron on the tenth uh, uh, hole at, at Palm Valley. Mm-hmm. Go, sitting there going, and and it's funny because I, I have very few positive anecdotes like that. And so I go into my lesson, and I'm telling him, I'm regaling him with, you know, these tales of, oh, I did great things. Yeah. I won a tournament, and I here were some of my good shots that I hit. And he's all, you won a tournament with a 82? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, he couldn't wait to tell me that he shot like a 9-under yeah. at the same course uh, like three days later, yeah. but whatever. It's like, dude, that's why I'm paying you shit tons of money <laughs> yeah, to yeah. fucking help me. We appreciate you're better than us. That's why we're here. Right. But it, it was one of those things where I'm telling him the swing thoughts. You know, I, I talked about it on the, on the last episode. You know, I'm, I'm standing at that yardage with big giant water in front of me front pin i'm going all right my two options are take this club and hit it over the green or take this club and chunk it into the water those are my two options and i'm like you know what and then i had a mental that i'm like nope trust the yardage trust that you're going to hit a good shot and i did hit a good shot and he scolded me for having those swing thoughts he's like you need to get those stop going well i'm going to do this bad and i'm going to do this bad and i'm going to do this bad and he's right but it was a tale of how I overcame those bad thoughts. You know, I didn't, I didn't lay up from 185 yards out. I, I didn't go, well, I know I can hit a wedge, so I'm going to hit it over here to the right and then hit it, hit it again. I went, nope, trust it. You can hit a good shot, right? But my initial swing thoughts were, this is probably what's going to happen, you know? And, and that goes right back to uh, at Pueblo, the, that first par three, I'm like, this is pitching wedge distance all day, but it's forced over water. So I'm going to go nine iron and I'm going to take something off of it. And had I just done a full swing pitching wedge, I'd have been short of the pin, but I'd have been on. Instead, I duffed it in the water. So then I take my full swing nine iron because now I'm angry and I'm 40 feet past everything or 40 yards right. past everything. Right. And that led to my seven on a par three, which is great for the old score. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to make fun of you, but I had you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> issues yeah. you know what and that's how it's a testament to how unplayable the rough was that that other par three on the back um it was you shot it at 154 okay yeah i know right? what you're talking about middle pin yeah kind of that kidney shaped green right I, where i missed the birdie bear. it's oh, wait. it's more <laughs> narrow it's more narrow in the middle wide at the front wide mm-hmm. in the back and um I get up there and I'm like, all right, 154, a little bit downhill, and I hit a se- I hit a seven iron because I'm like, all right, make sure you get there. And, I'm not uh, flushing the ball, but I'm also not gonna, you know, hit a six iron because I, reasons. And it was 
great strike, perfect ball flight. Started out, it was that, it was that push draw that that Jeff is is really really pushing in the lessons is start the ball right, draw it back right. Yeah. That's the ball flight that I've been working on, and I hit the exact shot. I mean, it was one of those where it's in the air, and I'm going, shit, I don't want to buy drinks today. You know, <laughs> I remember it, you saying that. Well, yeah. it's in the air. And then it and then it lands. I mean, it went five yards long. Yeah, and ended up like two feet off the green. Couldn't. It took me the whole three minutes to find the ball. <laughs> because and it, and it's like I watched it. I watched exactly where it landed from the tee box, but I still can't find it because it was that far down in the rough. You know, and ended up making a making a five. Made made a double bogey there from two feet off the green yeah right 20 feet from the from the pin you know and so that's where i like as amateurs i think it's kind of bs that uh we play in conditions like that because like i'm fine playing u.s open conditions i want to put some spotters out there so i can find it <laughs> right <laughs> right i mean I, shit how I mean, long i'll only how, kill one or two of them how long did greg look for his ball on the first tee box we all saw where it went yeah and it was gone. We all saw where it went and never found it. It no. wasn't OB. It wasn't like some crazy. It was. It went right at that yeah. bunker, over that bunker, right at that hill, and never found it. And it just, that that's not right, you know. It, I don't know. And, and it was like that all day, which is why pushing six hours in the round, because everybody was dealing with those conditions. Uh, so I would recommend, you know, if we're going to, do a MGA event there at some point. Uh, let's not do it after Overseed. Mm-hmm. Well, another reason why I think Whip's already got the uh, last gasp lined up for earlier. Uh, yeah, before Overseed, so that we're not dealing with those conditions. Yeah. So if you're in West Valley, there's going to be two tournaments in September. Yeah. De- deal with it. It is what it is. I mean, dude, dealing with cart path only and that kind of bullshit it's not it's i was surprised how well we found the ball at uh palm valley west yeah i mean that that was equally as the rough the rough was gnarly there i mean i wasn't in it much but (laughs) (laughs) see i walked into that one did you all see that train coming Uh, fairways and greens dude (laughs) fairways and greens that's that's all you need um should we take a prostate break? Uh, probably. All right. That checks out. All right. Uh, we'll be back right after this. And we're back. Damn it, you whipped me again. I'm just about ready to put a beer in a koozie. That's fine. I said, and, and we're back. It was a long delay. I should have. I should have you know, <laughs> known. Uh, so, uh, as mentioned earlier, uh, this is our... Uh, 300 uh, our leap year one year anniversary 73rd episode 73rd episodes in a year so just for funsies uh and see which one of y'all can remember back i thought we'd just do stupid shit and uh kind of quiz average on what he remembers from uh different episodes okay so 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 disclaimer um, a lot of beers i think there's only been one maybe two episodes where i haven't been drinking so So we're gonna. Furthermore, we're gonna, if you're gonna name titles, oh yeah, that's um, that's what we're going by. 
I actually how often ha- does the title actually correlate with... That doesn't matter. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. That's not the game. We're, that's not how we're playing. Like, this one will probably be something about the Spanish. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever, yeah. Uh, he hates white people. Don't go to Key West after <laughs> eating the three bean salad. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have we done that one? That, that's the name of this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to start with uh, ep- episode one, which uh, you got to know this one, a short yet girthy origin story. Yeah. I, you know what's funny is I should probably go back and listen to that one myself because that's just me. It's, uh, so, t- it's so cringy. There was a moment where I believe you mentioned you did the helicopter in front of Mrs. Average. And I think we, I said I tried. I was going to say, we all know you didn't accomplish a helicopter. You, uh, you accomplished a little, you know, Frankenbeans, you know, flopping, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it, like the like the door stopper. Yeah, the yeah, brrr. yeah. Brrr, yeah that, you you had that at best. It was gyrating. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, the next few I'm sure are going to be all similar. Uh, this one's uh, we don't know what we're doing. I believe this was that is uh, yeah. our most listened to episode. By really? the way, really, why? <laughs> it's I, horrible. I, I will tell you exactly why. Because new listeners to the podcast go, they listen to the first one and they go, hmm. I don't know. And then they listen to the second one, and they go, Yeah, yeah we're out. I'm definitely out. And they don't listen to it anymore. Uh, so we need to delete number two is what you're saying, because, uh, I mean, it's a sound quality issue. It's a very, part. very much a sound quality issue, and it's the first one that wasn't scripted. Like, the whole, the episode number one, like, I, it wasn't like I had it scripted, but it was. I, like, yeah. I had my whole origin story like kind of written out i knew what i was going to say and it was just me oh so notes then oh that's weird yeah yeah that, yeah that, i had my own copious that's never, notes. that's never helped um episode two was just you and me off the rails oh right? whip was in there too was he yeah i thought it was just you and me sitting on on the back porch at uh uh it says here in the description that okay whip, whip was there right. so well, i believe but I bl- it's, it's probably a call-in one i was probably in the rv uh, yeah, and it was Whip at his house and me at my yeah. house, and uh, which I also believe uh, episode three is, is there's they at, which if you guys don't know what that was at, the one where we're sitting on the back patio at the, <laughs> at the Average Minute World Headquarters, yeah. and um, uh, the wags were over by the fire. Yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, good job on that one. Uh, holy technical difficulties. That was uh, pretty much you can't hear me the entire episode. I was underwater. Yes. Yes, that that is true. Although I will tell you, that was a fucking great episode. <laughs> if you, if could, you could hear me, if you could uh, hear you. Yeah, that was uh, actually yeah. a good episode. That'd have been gold. Uh, go back and listen to uh, episode number four. Was it number four? Yeah, yeah. Holy well, technical. Yeah, difficulty. and just just you know, ad lib your own commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just assume I'm saying everything funny that you're thinking because <laughs> I probably am. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then I can't believe this one, episode five. It's like talking to a tree. That is that is in the top ten of uh, most listened to episodes. That was one of our best, most concise, elaborate, well prepared for episodes, and it had nothing to do with you, me, or Whip. No, no, it was our first guest appearance um, with Tree Man. Uh, won the chapter money list, and then came on the podcast. Um, speaking of who, so we got. Uh, Bruce Morrill won yeah. the chapter money list. Yeah, I mean um, he didn't win the tournament like you did, but no, yeah. but he won the season long. Oh, know. so we have to have him on. 
we're kind of obligated, oh, yeah. and it's going to be full circles of light ministries. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's so a very special episode. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Morrill won the. Uh, we'll turn, see if he can uh, also look, bring look, on a yeah. shaman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, he did tease that he was going to tell us the whole yeah, story, the so, whole yeah. sleazy story. So it, it's it. There's no time limit on I'm this listening. podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then episode six, which I remember this one because I called somebody by the wrong name the entire episode. Uh, Lunch with Sexy Ocho. Oh, right, right. That that one's almost unlistenable. Yeah, that one's at Tailgaters with uh, more background noise. Every than, uh, clanging you know, dish and beer mug and TV and music and people yelling. And it was, it's awful. Just awful. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, and then episode seven's the they're the ones writing it off. I have no idea what we talked about. Yeah, me neither. That's one of those where the title really doesn't. Uh... So we had lunch with Sessio Ocho before we went to Worlds. They're the ones writing it off. Was uh, had to be something to do with Worlds. And that was I. So okay, it, just based on the not because of the title, but based on the time period, I was doing it from the RV. Uh, Whip didn't call, or he tried to call in, but he, we we couldn't get it figured out. It wasn't working for him. It was you and me. You were remote, and that's where the whole uh, Whip setting up figurines came from. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the right. that's the episode. I think you're right. That Whip yeah. Whip had to get there two days early to set up figurines. I might want to re-listen to that one. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible sound and quality. That so was right after. That. that was right after he got his golf cart. And uh, we were talking about it being, you know, vintage. Yeah. It was like actually Arnold Palmer's golf cart. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good yeah. episode. And then uh, episode eight, which I thought was very good, was uh, Reginald Jack Merritt. This tech, 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 I can't do that. But uh, Jack that Marius Tech. There was a uh, Worlds uh, passing out hats. That was, we were in the hotel at Worlds and people were stopping in and. When yeah, and David gets right up to the yeah. microphone to open like, his like beer. Like you guys can't hear us opening beers. Hold on, in honor of episode eight, because I'm ready. It was the full. Yeah, like he would walk across the entire room <laughs> to make sure that you, y'all heard him open his right. drink. And uh, yeah, and we also discovered in that episode that you have. Um, you know, beer stashed all over your hotel. <laughs> so, because you got to get from there to the bathroom. Yeah, you got to get from the bathroom to, you have, like, you stash your beer like John Wick, yeah, stashing I, guns. I, I, I've never been not one for planning. <laughs> uh, then our episode nine was uh, the Born Harry one, round one recap. Not really sure what really happened there. Other than I don't, we talked honestly, about I... I don't know that I actually ever even listened to that episode, let alone remember yeah. what we... Yeah. How could I possibly remember what we talked about after day one of Worlds? I, I want to think that was at, in my room, but it could have been in Whip's room or it, your room. It it, could have, we were in somebody's it, room. It could have been in Fremont. I don't know. <laughs> we, we could have been at the hot chicken place. Yeah. If you're not going to Worlds this year, you're missing out on gold where we uh, you know, You could be on the live. podcast and we, we won't even remember. We could have been on the strip. Who knows? Uh, then episode 10 is the, uh, if we sound hungover, because that was the, I believe, Sunday after Worlds? In that the, was... In your backyard, maybe? No, we did it remote, but after we got home. Yeah, that... Or or maybe we were in the backyard, I don't know. Either way, it was, we were dragging ass, because we did the drive of shame, <laughs> and it was just... Uh, stop at Dazzo's, my friends. Yeah. 
without that, I'd probably be dead. Uh, then we had uh, our first church one with Gay Ferran. Oh, good, yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. Gay Ferran. Uh, that was when we, I believe, we brought in uh, Coop, who uh, said two words, maybe one. Was he there too? I think so. Hmm. I, I, feel, I mean, you wouldn't tell by listening. Right. He didn't realize it was audio only. Uh, and then 12 is uh, Give Me a Shtickle of Fluoride. Hmm. Also a church one, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember that one being a church. And I feel like we were kind of leaning into our uh, Holocaust humor at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. Well well done. It, it is Holocaust humor. <laughs> Man. Uh, point average. Uh, so you go into uh, 13, uh, Stacy from Colorado and my dick. Oh, that's right. Because that was, we did it remote and John was at his house and he had his uh, sister-in-law oh. <laughs> was over and like totally interrupted the whole podcast and they were playing, they were playing D-Rod's walk-up yeah, music. that's right. You know? um, yeah. Well done. Um, you got. I know you know this one. Uh, episode fourteen is uh, Massa Two Shits. Oh yeah, that one. I feel like just recently dropped off of the top ten uh, listen to episodes. Um, but that was the uh, Thanksgiving recap. Uh huh. Where I couldn't. You had a. I, you had, I can't, your, I can't your, say your that word. Your kid had a friend from Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I still can't say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's when you uh, broke out the clam dip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, episode 15, Average Quits Porn and Buys a Timeshare. That is... So, what date? what's the date on that? Uh, that is December 3rd. That's when I signed up for lessons, because that's what it was Ooh. about, was yep. I got sold the timeshare. I went to the I went to the sales pitch, and... Uh, uh, and we, we had... We, that was a backyard episode with, mm-hmm. the, with the WAGs. That was here at the First World Problem Saloon. Was that the that was the fire pit? Yep. Where uh, uh, smoke's in my hair. Yep. Uh, and so. that was just me saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my beard. I can't get it off. Uh, so, episode sixteen. Follow me on Snapchat. I don't know what that's about. I don't have. I've never had Snapchat. I've. Uh, I. Yeah, I'm gonna have to re-listen to that one because it says you and I are, uh, you know, making up for lost time by gold, and uh, yeah, got nothing. <laughs> December seventh. I'm gonna go out on a limb yeah. and say we were drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all, I have, y'all look at the calendar and see if December seventh, 2022, was I, a Saturday or Sunday. I got nothing. And, uh, I got nothing on that. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I'm, I'll be listening to that one tomorrow. Well, it couldn't be if December third. That was a Saturday. I know. I uh, remember no, that. No, it's fine. There's there's four days in a week now. It's new. <laughs> it was definitely a weekday. Um, doesn't mean we weren't drinking. <laughs> I, I remember this one. Uh, episode 17. I don't endorse Sharia law, but I understand it. Uh, mm-hmm. Very timing uh, with uh, the current problems oh, yeah. with Israel and Hamas. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, nobody really... So hardly anybody understands my humor as it is. And, um, oh, 
You know what that was? That was that whole title came from my story about going to Fry's and yeah. having multiple experiences <laughs> with difficult ice. difficult all, women. All about ice. Yeah. <laughs> and just going, you know what? I am not saying I endorse Sharia law. <laughs> yeah. I just I get why they have it. Uh, this one's kind of self-explanatory. Who goes to church on a Tuesday? Right. I feel like we had a hard time coming up with a title for that one. Yeah. There probably wasn't anything interesting uh, discussed. We were church on a Tuesday. Sorry if you guys uh, went through the entire 57 minutes and listened. Um, episode 19 is Average Clause, Can I Have a Fentanyl Test Kit? Huh. Why would we be talking about fentanyl test kits? Because we didn't get into experimenting in hard drugs until on the podcast later, yeah. until way later. Uh, that was a uh, church uh, podcast with Mr. Eric Gerdes. Hmm. Ooh, fentanyl. Is that the uh, Stafford? Uh, no. You know, no. That uh, came later. That was that was that was Thorazine. All right. uh, wow, we actually did one on December thirty first. Uh, resolutions are for assholes. We did one on New Year's Eve? Apparently. Where were we on New Year's Eve? I don't know. Were we at your house or my house? I don't know that we... Were we at Whip's house? I don't know that we were anywhere this, this past year. Because I feel like I was listening to fireworks go off at my house. I feel like we were there. Uh, it's, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That checks out. I remember resolution for assholes because I think I said that. And that you, know, you ran with it. Maybe you said that and I ran with it. I don't know. I've heard it both ways. Uh, episode 21 is, Turns out Average is hung like a horse. Um, right. Ooh, ooh can you know that? You, you should know who the guest is. Based on the title? No. Oh. <laughs> Just based on the episode. I feel like, so that was a statistic. It was a meme or something. It was a statistic talking about the average horse is so many inches and the average uh-huh. horse weighs so much uh, that so based on that familiar, the yeah. average 200 pound man yeah should be uh-huh. three inches or something uh-huh. <laughs> and i was like yep i'm in i'm back in i'm hung like a horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that was our uh first guest appearance by big boy diablo scotty baby oh shit what happened to that guy yeah that guy needs to come out more bro uh, and then uh, episode 22 is Nobody Should Ever Go Blackface. Yeah, well, I, and I stand by it. I have no idea what we talked about, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, again, don't. Again, that's another hour and 22 minutes that I got no recollection of at all. Don't go, don't go blackface. I stand by it. I'm doubling down on don't go blackface. Uh, John, when you're driving the van in the Northeast, wherever it is you are uh, for this posse, um, uh, don't go blackface. As much as yeah, you're being yeah, yeah. pressured and whatnot, yeah, just don't, just don't do it. Especially considering your past and your struggles with, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, Jackson, don't let him out. Setting crosses uh, on leave, fire and leave whatnot. him locked That's, up. Yeah. Uh, so episode twenty three is uh, I've been in some dicey foursomes. Interesting. Uh, I think I can guess the gist of what we were talking about. But uh, yeah, I got I I don't know, I I really don't. I mean, I guess the moral of the story is we really just 
talk about a whole lot of nothingness. <laughs> yeah, pretty, you know, pretty the, the, we're, hold, hold, please. We're not even a third <laughs> of the way through. <laughs> Stop ruining the payoff. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, peyote and pork sandwiches. There you go. We know what that is. That's post. That's post January jam. Yep. Ah, oh, the giant pork sandwich. The pork sandwich. That shit is so good. Uh, went to Rocky Point this weekend, and the only thing that Average told me was, "You don't have a pork sandwich without me." True story. Yeah. I it, it would cut me deep. Uh, and then the next one is Houston. You are the problem, which is basically Greg Houston talking and or not talking the entire podcast. Right. I, actually, if you want to get Greg to stop talking, uh, put him on the podcast. Yeah, put him on the podcast. He shuts and, down. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is one of I've referred to this one recently. Is uh, twenty six is Mister Sheila Stafford. And there we go. That's where the, we had both S's from S and S Pest Control. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to call S and S Pest Control. The big S is the important one, um, you know, for all your pest control and weed abatement needs uh, west of the 101. Well, I'm surprised. This is, uh, I know what this one is also, and I didn't think it was that late in the game. But uh, who drinks beer from a coffee mug? That's Coop. Yeah. Because he, he didn't earlier. talk. He just showed up and drank beer from a yeah. coffee mug. Sat the in a chair and yep. drank beer in a coffee mug. Yep. Uh I referred to this one earlier, fried chicken and Thorazine. This was your house with uh yeah. ooh, who was the guest star? Uh PJ Escobar. PJ Escobar was there, yes. Uh how much taxes would I have to pay? Oh, this is probably you ranting about something. Um that's the whole um you know how I know you're a Democrat? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cuz the uh the whole dude What's your price? Would you suck a dick for a million dollars? And the first response was, "Well, how much tax, tax is that? Is tax that free or after no. tax or before tax?" Like your initial instinct is to pay taxes on your earnings from sucking yeah. a dick. Yeah. So, all right, well, yeah, it checks out. I, Uncle Sam wants a piece of that. <laughs> uh, and this, this is one that got, actually got me in trouble with uh, Baby Girl. Is episode thirty? What are you looking for in a cart chick? That was a good episode, by the way. Yeah. Everything other than that joke that did not go over very well to anybody because they didn't get that I was going on the St. Andre thing of you hit on a cart chick and you can, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. It always works. Uh, but, yeah, apparently I hit on cart chicks. So, yeah, let's not rehash. That is your, that is your M.O. That's not. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was making fun of people. Uh, uh, uh it's not his mo. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode thirty-one. You're not that guy, pal. Um, probably something to do with uh, being overconfident. I don't remember. Uh, exact it's another details. church episode. Those all just run together because you know. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I got a refrigerator in my truck. I, what am I gonna do? Uh, 32, the godfather of mediocre golf in Arizona. We all know who that is. Uh, David Colby yes. joined the podcast. We have had guests. Yeah. We have guests. Yeah, it's almost like we know what we're doing, kind of, not really. Not really. It doesn't sound like it, but it mm. you know, it seems like it, but it, it doesn't sound like uh, it. I believe Colby, that was a, a good little episode because mm-hmm. uh, it put a little spotlight in on a lot of people who didn't understand where the MGA came from. Uh, that's a bug frying, by the way, in case you're wondering where that noise is coming from. 
Uh, I, no, that is a good episode. And just a reminder, if you haven't, if you've joined the podcast late and you've only listened to, um, you know, more recent episodes. Um, uh, we still get paid if you do. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go back and listen to some yeah. of our uh, earlier. Uh, you know what? If you think it's bad now, listen to the earlier yeah. ones. And yeah. You'll uh, realize put, it, that put it in perspective. It could go, be worse. Go back to, you know. It, it's it's bad. It was bad. You think it's bad now? It was bad before. Yeah. It was real uh, bad. We're up to thirty three now. For those of you who are just going, when is this over? Uh, she's here for the chips and dick. Um, I feel like that was Mrs. Average, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like that was Mrs. Average, okay. and she was just here for the chips and dick. Uh, I believe either her or Baby Girl said that, and I've heard it both ways. They were both there for the chips and dick. Okay. Uh, Checks out. Can you pull your gallbladder, episode 34? Oh. This is another uh, church episode. Hmm. I got nothing. Um, I believe that was a... uh, We're getting set up for, like, the beginning of the... So it's I think my, February twenty third. So, so, so I think what I was I think what I was talking about in that episode was I had made such such uh, significant swing changes that I started feeling completely different muscles that I haven't felt in a, in a long time and uh, was strenuously overworking like abdominal muscles that I haven't didn't even know yeah. I had. Sounds about right. And uh, I'm going, God damn it! It feels like I pulled my gallbladder. Which is, you know, hilarious, by yeah. the way, in yeah. case... In context, yeah, hilarious. When, I mean, if I have to tell you that it's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm telling you it's funny. Do you it's even know what prob- funny is? Probably way more funny. Uh, episode 35 is, she's a bit of a squirter. Oh, that is that is still on our top ten. Really? And I feel like it's because of name. the title. That's, good, that's <laughs> a good name. Because that was a church one, and the church ones... It uh, wasn't. I'm an... Mm, eh? Okay. I know exactly what it was. All right. That was after the BAC. Oh, that's the... And you the, were the, past the, moon dog the wasted. fuck out yeah. and, at your house. I mean, uh, hypothetically, I uh, may or may not have drank more than I should have. And, uh, and me and Whip went over to the Average Man at World headquarters and threw down a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only one I'm not on. And we so were sad. We were talking about Sally Bong and uh, how she's a bit of a... Because we took Sally Bong yeah. to BAC... And, um, yeah, I feel like that that one is clickbait. So the fact that it's, like, up there on our top ten listen to episodes, it's because it's clickbait. Yeah. It's, it's a good it's headline. Yeah. Uh, 36 is people who annoy you. Um, I, I mean, I kind of get the gist of... Uh, I, I know where it came from. I don't know if we really want to... Uh, there's a guy who writes in, and um, yeah, yada yada yada. <laughs> we, we we really we really skirted the edges of that topic to a certain extent. Now now so now, it's, uh, now it's now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Uh, careful what you wish for, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, a guy writes in yeah. to the podcast, and uh, it, it's more of a don't ask questions you don't want the answers to kind of thing. Or yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. 
<laughs> yeah, go back and listen to that episode <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, um, uh, yeah. and read between the lines. Yeah. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Uh, episode 37 is Bob Gets Crocs. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I still hate you all for it. And damn, they're comfortable. That's still, that's still on our top ten. Really? Yep. Uh, Uh, basically, it's all annoying people. What that is. Um, episode thirty-eight is: Does your wife golf too? I don't know what we talked about there. Uh, that was the. Uh, we got to follow it up with uh, Church of Many Ministries, Bruce Morrill. The uh, Circle of Light Ministries. Yeah. Uh, dogs don't like him. You know. We. That's what that was about. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Huh. But, uh, he he was in there. Uh, you know, Chet, for short. And so I know he went on that tangent and said he'd do a special, very special. Oh, episode. right, right, right. He just kind of glazed over the uh, yeah. the whole, I joined a cult temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. I temporarily yeah, joined, temporarily. A cult, was, yeah. joined a cult. It was just a little thing I was I doing. signed over all my finances to the shaman. I don't even know if I want to say this one. Uh, thank God you're here, John Redcorn. Uh, uh, that's after the MM. Yes. And um, what can we say about John Redcorn? Uh, so anyway, uh, King of the Hill is uh, a cartoon that... <laughs> it all uh, connects to Roger Rod- Klein. Roger Klein did the theme song for. <laughs> and watch, watch that if you don't know. Uh, if you don't we, know who John Redcorn is... Yeah, uh, watch that. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the episode. Uh, watch King of the Hill. Uh, yeah. You'll be Th- fine. Thank God you're here, John Redcorn. Uh, that title fits, actually. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. It, yeah. If you listen, you'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Goddamn, some of these titles. Actually, that's it, that's in our top ten as well. Yeah, it should be. That one's it good. It is a good episode. Uh, that was a good episode, too. Uh, episode 40 is Whip Makes a Great Loose Meat Sandwich. Dude, that was that was, that was a good loose meat sandwich. That was 30-some episodes yeah, ago? 30 episodes ago. Jesus Christ, he does make a good I, loose meat I sandwich. I feel like we were in the barrage yesterday. Dude, loose meat sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Missy. Uh, good morning, Missy. Uh, uh, we no, apo- uh, nothing to do with uh, loose meat sandwich. We were just talking about <laughs> being in the barrage. Uh, we apologize for not giving you the proper lo- uh, good morning, Missy, previously. Yeah, that was it was ill-timed yeah, that was, uh, uh, previously. Uh, we're just making up for it. Uh, if you know what I'm saying, Missy, and you only you'll get this, please give me mercy. Is that a wordle? Was that today's wordle? Uh, why are you spoiler? Spoiler alert, bro! Because I'm out. I, I don't do uh, you know wordle. That's not a thing. I don't play. I don't have Snatchpad, and I don't do wordle. Huh? All right. I don't play Forge of Empires. I don't have any of that. Well, if you guys listen to this in the next uh, four hours, you know what the wor- wordle is. Uh, uh, is this the end of church? Shit! Is that when they? Uh, no, no. It should be, but no. Huh? What? It, so what? It? Uh, that was a March sixteenth where everybody flaked it was just you and me. Oh. I feel like that was that was the high water mark. But that wasn't when they got their liquor license. Mm-mm. But everybody stopped coming. It was yeah. like it's it's fucking like, high water mark. We can talk to each other at home. Yeah, I don't need. To, I don't need to be. We live next to each other, damn near. I don't need to be drinking beer in public. <laughs> I wasn't drunk in a. I wasn't drunk in public. I was drunk in a bar. Yeah, I was thrown, thrown into in public. public. 
Episode 42 is Mr. Nipple Sure is a Boob. That is top five. Uh, that is uh, towards the end of that. Was when some, you guys lost your shit. Yeah. Uh, me and Mr. Whipple uh, may have drank a little too much. And he said that, and I, yeah, I couldn't, I could it's not recover. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I could not recover. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, what's the Tonight Show dude now? Jimmy Fallon. I was Jimmy Fallon on uh, Saturday Night Live. I just, I couldn't stop laughing. Couldn't keep I, it I together. I could not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? We had some good episodes in the Barrage over the last. The Barrage was pretty quality. Yeah. I, I liked how we did that until, you know. The, the uh, girls informed us that uh, listen, we're not doing that anymore. We're our family lives are definitely more important. Oh, for sure. Uh, and then we did we do this in Mexico? I don't remember. Uh, drinking scotch and buying drugs in Mexico. I think it's a recap. It's a recap. Yeah. We've never successfully done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we've done two. Yeah. Successful. We've as, never published. Successful is key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Gosh. What, We'll do that in the Lost Tapes. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. The, the, the deep tracks. Yeah, the deep tracks. Because <laughs> uh, I, I will say that night had to been gold because, you know, that was, am I crazy or is that a lot of scotch? <laughs> um, it was, yeah, that, that was, we did, we did have some live content on the Average Minute yeah. Facebook page. Um but no, we were not able to successfully record and publish a podcast. Uh, that's much like our other adventures in which we tried to uh, have the Wags episode. Yeah, well, that's worked out about. The and same. that that's the same thing. We that if you recall, yeah. that was one of the episodes where yeah. we included the Wags, and it well, did not. That was a Wag, not a Wags. Well, right, it the it was you know did not work out. Yeah. It was not quality. Uh, episode forty-four. For those of you who know, we're going to seventy. Uh, sorry. Uh, ever had a Blumpkin at the Flying J? For some reason, not in our top ten. Quality episode. Another Barrage episode. I'm that was sure. that was a that was a quality episode. And I feel like that was. Uh, I figure. Uh, how did we get to Blumpkin? Uh, it was Whip telling a story. About it was the Whip J. telling a story. It wasn't the Flying J. It was Whip telling a story about uh, you know playing a golf course that some of us made. Oh. May not have been. Did he tell us that story? He did. Oh, Uh, I don't know that he told it on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Good morning, Missy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. Listen, you know what? We'd like to have Whip back on the podcast at some point. Uh, We'd like to be invited back to the barrage. Yeah, we enjoy the barrage. Another ill-timed good morning, Missy, and one more, and we're out. Yeah. because I was inverted. Mm. Yeah, that was my whole snafu with my uh, teeter hangups uh, inversion table. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, quality. It wasn't. That's not one of the better episodes. You can skip over that one. Uh, then we have uh, forty-six is where we're at. For those of you who are waiting for us to get <laughs> seventy, oh Jesus, uh, y'all got any Obama hams? That was a good another. It, it, it feels like. That uh, that wasn't that many episodes ago. Uh-uh. And that was uh, also in the barrage, because that was the whole um, whip going to the back of the freezer to get a ham. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, these, <laughs> oh, these, these have been in, in here since the Obama administration. Uh, who's dressing Brandel Chambly? 
that was a Masters uh, recap episode. And, uh, yeah, like, that guy, we not played. only is he the most annoying golf analyst on TV, he also dresses poorly. Uh, we had also recapped our uh, match play round, which I'm sure everybody found riveting. Uh, and then we went Masters recap again, blame it on Cantley. Right. Uh, if it were any bigger, it'd be way too big. Another quality barrage episode. That was a whipism. Oh, that was a yeah, that, that was a whipism, dude. If yeah. it were any bigger, because we were giving him shit about his tiny television set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like. He's like, well, I have this, uh, yeah. if it were any I bigger. I could totally put a bigger one in there, but <laughs> if I put a bigger one in there, it'd be way too big. Uh, that was after uh, the Battle of the Bridge, where uh, thank you for showing up, Vegas. We appreciate all you do for us, and uh, we'll see you next year. We appreciate and, yeah. you helping us win every year. Uh, if you guys could uh, you know, maybe take a collection so we can just you know, pay for the plaque on our, with our <laughs> name on it, that'd be great. Uh, it ain't long, but at least it's over fast. I, I got, I got nothing. I got next to nothing on that one. Uh, it's a barrage episode. Yeah. Uh, and I think we just probably talk stupid, and nobody should have ever listened to it, it. And I don't know that anybody did. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, hour and thirty-eight minutes. You listen to our crap. Of so, just, yeah, just, just pure us rambling. Yeah, just yeah. Kind of like this. I'd like to apologize for that. <laughs> hey, uh, we're only 34 minutes deep, and we're on episode 51. You're welcome. Uh, I'm not gay, but I do vote Democrat. Uh, that checks out. Yeah. Uh, we'll just move right along. Uh, oh, this is when uh, Average beat me up. Bob fought the fridge, and the fridge won. Ooh, ooh. Good episode. Good anecdote there for all of you that are thinking about fighting your appliances. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't recommend it. Yeah. Bob had a black eye for a week. And then uh, this is uh, when we started going a little on the sideways rant is uh, I'll take a cancer kazoo over a colostomy bag. That was a barrage episode. Yep. That was, uh, that may have been, that may have been the last barrage episode. Uh, that depends. Uh, next episode is what's the penalty for losing a ball in the water? Was that in the barrage? Mm, I don't know, but that was definitely that's in the top ten. It it wasn't. It was definitely the three of us. And that's you know for sure. And that's where we uh, recap the uh, the story of our our friend uh, yeah. uh, Braden from California that cut his whole nutsack open and he took he took it, it out. out it out it was out. Uh, Fifty five was if you're using one dick, you're using all of them. That was where Dicks for Fingers That's where came Dicks from. Fingers. Yep. How many episodes ago? Like twenty. Uh, that was fifty-five. So shit, eighteen episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, that chick had a great beard. Oh yeah, that's where we. That's where we talk about uh, me. You know, making out with a tranny and yeah. in, in Prescott. Yeah, and uh, Scotty actually showed up to that one for church. Really? Yeah. God damn, I miss that guy. And then, this is you and me, I I already know this, sorry for ruining it, Uh, on the boat again. Mm Mm-hmm. That was at the uh, Average Minute World Headquarters. Yep. And then, Bitching Camaro. (laughs) All all these are going to be pretty easy, because they're relatively new. Yeah. 
So, meanwhile, I fuck, I don't that's know. Still, that's still July. I don't know what we talk about in those episodes. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, what? How was your lesson? Yeah, did how, you how, did how, you have a good lesson or was it a bad lesson? Well, how was your lesson? Well, how was your day? It's what you do. <laughs> it's a prison. <laughs> They're man-made prisons. <laughs> and don't even think about trying to watch TV. <laughs> Did you have a good day today or a bad day today? Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, David, uh, yeah. Seinfeld was a show back in... Anyway. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, did I say love in an elevator? Ooh, uh, that was Mexico episode. Mexico recap. Oh, last. that's right. Ooh, that was a good recap. Uh, there won't be any stories. Uh, probably not going to be any yeah. stories about getting stuck, having the taxi breakdown <laughs> on your way back to the hotel, and then getting stuck in the elevator when you yeah, get back to the same hotel. Same night. Yeah, Every, everything's working and, out for me. And Bob's got three ounces of beer yeah. for We're you all, know, an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, waste not, want not. <laughs> Uh, dude, you can't suck it like that. Hmm. I feel like that's a whip. Oh. That's a whipism. Oh, it was. That was the that that is officially August third. Is the uh, church the lady coming over? Going, we appreciate that you come here all the time, mm-hmm. but uh, we now have liquor license, so get the hell out. Right. Dude, you can't suck it like that. That's whip saying that in regards to. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. Uh, meanwhile, but... he's listening, going, "Oh, it's this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and we can assure you, it's not what it sounds like. No, uh, it's nobody not, was yeah. nobody was servicing whip because that almost never happens unless you're at a golf course. Uh, good morning, Missy. Dude, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I'm losing it. Uh, did you call Yard O Beef? Ooh, ooh. You should get all of these. Nothing, nothing to do with golf. Nothing to do with anybody in our. That was a uh, that was an anecdote from way long ago, years back. Uh, coworker, uh, skydiver. Uh, oh yeah. Initiation of the. I yeah, remember now. Yeah. Okay, Yardo yeah. beef. Uh, listen to the episode. There's a video. We're moving right. Uh, now. You can find it on the uh, dark web. Can you do hard drugs on a podcast? Uh, now we're getting dangerously recent. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. We still have yet to experiment in hard drugs. Yeah. And, and I'm out on that. I guess it wasn't clear. Uh, we're going to finish on this one because everyone else is so close. Uh, but this is just, you know, so people who uh, are recent listeners. If you're brand new know, to the podcast, uh, you're just joining us. Moon Lion and the Teflon Dawn. That's a terrible episode. Uh, it's a wonderful episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's a terrible yeah. episode. Uh, uh, that's episode 63. There are currently, mathematically speaking, what, nine more episodes? This is uh, the uh, this is the 73rd. Yeah, so, so. Ten, 10 more episodes of math. Doesn't fail me. Um, thank you all for listening. We apologize for everything you've had to do and wasting your you time know what? for seven, 73 episodes per hour. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. That's almost a full MGA tournament. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can start the podcast, yeah. play the tournament, just, and you'll be finishing right on that episode. Right. So y'all are welcome. We, we, we do this for you. Yeah. Right. This is a labor of love. Um, 
you know, thank you for sticking with us for a year. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, go back and listen to the full year. You can see the evolution. Uh, we don't get any better. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it still sucks. <laughs> it, it's not a it's not a situation where uh, you know we actually improve. We just you know talk about different things. Uh, did you have a good lesson today or a bad lesson today? <laughs> That's kind of the format of the show. Uh, what do we have in the MGA recap? Well, uh, this tournament's coming up. Well, why and, are you uh, ruining the magic? I also? still don't have the last gas booked, but. What uh, <laughs> 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 what else do we have to talk about? I don't know. Do you have a lesson? Yeah, I, I went in and uh, guess what? I need to swing under the noodle. Yeah, under the Believe noodle. Believe it or not, under the noodle is a thing. Uh, there's your name of the podcast. Under the noodle. Under the noodle, uh, and just like that. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we can call it. We it's been It's been yeah. a long time. Uh, if you've made it all the way through, thank you. Yes. Uh, we're, here's to another year of listening to our bullshit that means nothing, and it's all repetitive. You know what? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll fix it in the year to come. Yeah, you, know? you never know. Because I'll tell you what, if Average wins the, uh, if average wins the belt... <laughs> Okay, this is how confident I am that I'm not winning the belt. Is I already made mul- I, I made multiple Ooh. commitments. Okay, are you going there? I am. Right. I'm calling it right now. Uh, could you do what I said and limit it? Limit so it. Go ahead. I'll I'll let you go. So, mul- so the first commitment, if I win the belt, I'm changing the name from Average Johnson to Delicious Johnson. But just while you're the title holder is what I meant by limited. Oh, okay. Well, either way, the other thing is I'm wearing the belt as a diaper going down Fremont on Saturday night. Well, that's kind of a given, but, you know. And um, I might shave the beard. Ooh. Um, Is Mrs. Average just now learning that? Listen, it's a moot point. Because ain't no way that that's how confident I am that I'm not winning the belt is I can make all these commitments. But I first really, of all, I really want to call you delicious. Johnson. I can't change my name. There's way too many koozies already. You know, um, I can't wear the the belt doesn't even fit as a belt, yeah. let alone a diaper. Yeah. And uh, I ain't shaving the beard. So could you imagine the chafing with the belt that way? The, oh, my God. The chafing. Yeah. So uh, that. I'm basically calling myself, I'm not, uh, you don't need to tune into the later episodes, uh, I'm not winning the belt. Uh, so when when he, when he you play with him at Worlds and he shanks like the four putt, five putt on the last hole, it's because he's trying to not be called delicious. Right, I don't want to, I don't want to be mistaken for, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, thanks for listening to the past year. Uh, it seems like this episode has been a year, but yeah. it's really only been like an hour and a half. But uh, thanks for sticking with us. We'll try to get better in the next year to come, and uh, we'll Don't try. Count to, on it. We'll try to get more guests on the podcast. I feel like I we had we just took a walk down memory lane, and uh, we actually had some interesting people on, and we need to do that again. We, we almost don't suck when there's guests, right? I mean, you know, the more the merrier. That's weird. So we'll see what we can do. But uh, until then, uh, it's just average and uh, Moon Lion himself, and. Uh, We will see you in the rough.